guys, it's me, Tony, the Weech. And this is Chris, not the Weech. And you're listening to What, what the, the Witchcraft. Witchcraft. I'm going to go ahead and start off by apologizing for any animal background noises. Mm-hmm. We have lots of pets. Yes. And we're in the kitchen. Yes. And two of them are insisting on wrestling right now. Two of them that don't even belong to us. They belong to our kids. You might have noticed that last week we did not come out with a podcast. We recorded a whole episode and yes, a mini did. episode, mm-hmm. but your girl was in a bad mood. She had a very mean face the whole time. I was very, very not happy. So I decided that it, it was in everyone's best interest that I did not put that bad energy out yeah. into the universe. She was not tolerating any of my no nonsense. Yeah. Chris gets on my nerves sometimes. Sometimes is a bit of a stretch of the imagination. <laughs> it's an understatement. Yes. But we love each other. Yes, we do very much. For now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we're going four weeks strong quarantine and, and we're not, well, I mean, I can say that I'm not feeling any less of love. I don't wake up every morning and be like, fuck, another day. I can't leave the house. I'm stuck. I hate this family. So to set the mood, we mm-hmm. have, I have a full moon incense going. Okay. It's not the full moon, but I like the way it smells. Yeah. And then your girl is uh, on her period. Aww. She's not feeling good. No. It's ouchy. Yes. I'm wearing a nightgown right now. This is just hug me. No. <laughs> I feel like if I tried, you, you wouldn't let me. I would bite you. Other people can hug me, not you. Yeah. And then I have a nice, is he humping her? He's humping her, Chris. Get He's humping her, her face. <laughs> Take this. How do you like this this maneuver? He's being a real Zeus right now. Yes, he is. And if you listen to our Zodiac mini episode, that'll make sense. Yeah, you'll know all about Zeus. <laughs> but <laughs> he's got a big dong. He's got to do something with it. It just kind of flaps around. So he's like, fuck it. Pow, 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 pow. <laughs> I apologize for everything you just heard. So uh, I got a big chunk of amethyst, you know, make myself feel a little better. Yes. A nice little chunk of satellite also to try to make myself feel better. Mm-hmm. And then I got a nice piece of sunstone to bring a little joy, a little happiness, a little sunshine. I hope it works. So which one of us should go first? Um, I, I have a uh, an opening prayer. If, if I'm going to go first, I'll go ahead and nominate myself to go first. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Let all those who will read, see, or hear the present public document know that in the year since the birth of our Lord, 1487, in the fifth indication, on Saturday, the 19th day of May, at five in the afternoon, or thereabouts, in the third year of the pontificate of our Lord, the Most Holy Father in Christ, Lord Innocent, I'm not good with Roman noodles, so we're going to skip that part. By you said de- Roman noodles. <laughs> We're going to leave that in there. Uh, By divine providence, Pope, in the presence of the notary public and of the witnesses written below, who had been specifically summoned and asked for this purpose, the venerable and religious brother, Henricus Illicliterus. (laughs) Illicliterus. It's missing the C. Instead of a C, there's an S. So it's Illicliterus. Okay. Professor of Holy Theology and a member of the Order of Preachers, who was appointed as inquisitor into heretical depravity by the Holy 
See, along with this colleague and the venerable and religious brother Jacob Springer, also a professor of holy theology and prior of the Covenant of Preachers in Cologne. Welcome to the Hammer of Witches. That was so long-winded. It was. It was a very long prayer or statement. It did not feel like a prayer. So what if I told you Hammer of Witches, what exactly would you think it is? Mm, witches with Thor's hammer just like fucking shit up. It's close. It's close. It's a book. So it's a book that was written by Henrich Kramer. And the book pretty much covers what a witch is and why they are scary. Ooh, we're spooky. So this book calls for the extermination of witches. No, don't kill me, mister. So it's also known as the Malleus Maleficorum. That sounds cooler. Yeah, it really does. I mean, Hammer of Witches, I mean, that's a book with two cool names, but it's like translated from Latin or whatever. Um, Kramer wrote the book following his expulsion from Innsbruck by the local bishop due to charges of illegal behavior against Kramer himself because he had an obsession with the sexual habits of one of the accused, Helena Skrubrin. So basically, he had a huge boner for this chick. Mm Mm-hmm. And got all butthurt yep. because she wouldn't fuck him. Yeah. And he wrote a whole and book he, about how witches are evil. And he wasn't happy with her sexual misconduct, I, I guess. So, basically, she slept with a knight who got sick. Syphilis. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it probably could have been. Uh, some Italian doctor told him to stop seeing her, and of course, they blamed it on her when he died. Um, her and six other women were charged at the time, but they were eventually set free, actually, since uh, sorcery or witchcraft was considered a minor at the time, like a minor offense, nothing really. But Henry, being a pissed off little guy, because he couldn't get his dick sucked, couldn't get his dick sucked, he left and he went to make this little book that detailed everything he thought was witchcraft. I mean, I'm sensing he had the rejection from the girl, um, and he had a baby dick. Like, he couldn't tap it, so he went on and did this. Um, so, yeah, that that's where this book come from, comes I mean, from. if you're out there fucking nights, are you really going to, like, go down to this loser dude? Don't think so. Yeah. Don't blame her. Um, so, anyways, he, he started writing this book, got a little political with it, and he got uh, Mr. Pope Innocent. That's actually the Pope's name or what the name that he took. That's cute. <laughs> uh, he got the Pope to endorse it. So, that's when shit changed. Oh my God, I think I know what you're talking about. So once the Pope endorsed this book, that's when shit hit the fan. I think I know the story. Keep going. All, it's a good one. All because of this book. Um, so the Pope had his back and he was in business. The witch hunting business, that is. Uh, the Malleus Maleficorum was intended to implement Exodus 22.18. You should now... Sh- you shall not permit a sorceress to live. Yep. Oh, I think we. Oh, I think I said that in our last episode. Mm-hmm. I swear I said that. Said what? You should not permit a sorceress to live. You might have. Yeah. The you episode, guys won't the hear it. That didn't hear. <laughs> you won't yeah. hear it, but I said it. So this book, uh, it includes how to get confessions out of witches, uh, including using torture and deception. And medieval torture was not something you wanted to fuck around with. Okay, but isn't like lying a sin? <laughs> Is it what? Is it like lying a sin? Yeah. So you you lie, but it's cool. Yeah, but I mean, this was at the time where like anything seen as different or anything not seen as 
holy, I mean, even the most random thing was witchcraft. Um, so, like I said, and you know, they they torture the fuck out of these people until they confess. And if you was being tortured by some of these methods, you would yeah, fucking, you're gonna you, confess. Yeah, anything. just uh, just end it. One of the popular methods was a strapado. No. A strap on? No, that oh. is not a not a move. It's popular for me. <laughs> no, it's not. And that's where they tie your hands behind your body and they try to uh, stretch you out until you confess. Um, With a strap on? No, there was no <laughs> strap on involved. See, for the most part, uh, women were convicted more than men, seeing as how they were more susceptible to the devil than men. The devil. They were seen to have weaker faith. They were seen to have weaker faith. Loose tongues, those with strong opinions, and those who ever stepped the boundaries of female decorum. I feel like I'm explaining you. Yeah. Yeah. That's me, and that's why I'm a witch. Yeah. Uh, how fucking crazy was Kramer? Uh, I'll give you a few few hints. So in, in his book, he there he goes over a lot of details on uh how to find a witch, uh, what witches do, and you know how to torture them and get confessions out of them. One of those was penis trees. Yes. I have seven. Yeah. He actually thought witches could store penises in trees. He told us several instances of penis stealing, and he had clergymen to back him up. He said witches would keep them as pets. They would hide them in boxes or put them in bird's nests. I mean, this is before vibrators were invented, so... You gotta keep your penis somewhere. Listen, I have several purple penises yeah. In a box. So this yeah. is not untrue. Yeah. I'm, he wasn't wrong. But I mean, did you ever think to put him in the tree? I am not going to tell you that because it's my own personal business what I do with my penises. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's, uh, there's he was actually, ahead of his time. Yeah. He, I mean, he was. Um, no, another one was infant eating. Kramer notes multiple accounts of women eating babies, mostly midwives. Since he had access to the babies. Oh, midwives have been like. Oh yeah, they're always to blame. Yeah. The baby died. Boom, midwife. Yeah, had she's to be a her witch. Fault. She killed yeah. the baby. Uh, one. I co- haven't ate any babies yet. Okay, I will yeah. put that out there. Well, you're on not the a record. you're not a midwife yet. Not yet. Yeah. But even if I was, I wouldn't eat your baby. Mm, I'm not so sure about that. Uh, one convicted witch revealed how they killed and ate children. With our spells, we kill them in their cradles or even when they're sleeping in the by their parents' side. In such a way that afterwards are thought to have been overlain or to have died of some other natural death. Then we secretly take them from their graves, cook them in a cauldron until the whole flesh comes away from the bones to make a soup, which can be easily drank. Right next to your penis tree. Yes. The rest being used for flying ointment. So, Dude, one day we have to cover flying ointment. Yeah. It's real. Yeah, flying ointment. Side note. They you don't use babies, they'd, but it's yeah, real. They'd get the flying ointment, and that's where you know you get the witch in the broom, because they'd put the yeah, ointment on the broom. Yeah, they're riding that broom. Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> they, they go to the penis tree. They get the penis. <laughs> they put the flying ointment on it. Bing, bang, bomb, boom. Yeah, ride it on out of town. Yeah. Uh, familiars. That, that's another popular one. Uh, anyone who made the mistake of owning a pet. Even a dog or whatever could be accused of witchcraft. If someone's seen a random animal on your property acting strangely, boom, witchcraft. Like your dog just has diarrhea and they're like, she's a witch. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think at the time it wasn't even like known for people to have uh, dogs as pets. Aww. So, I mean, if you did, they would consider See, that dog is, to be your familiar. This is why they were so uptight. They didn't yeah. have man's best friend. Yeah. Um, anything 
to the size of an animal to its color could be exaggerated in court without proof. So, I mean, somebody could say, oh, I seen a huge donkey over at Tony's house Next to her that was purple tree. next to the penis tree. That was also and, purple. And it was admittable in court without, without question. Seems legit. Yeah. Uh, scary times on it. Uh, pretty much, it would have been terrible to live during this time period. I mean, especially as a woman. Still is. Yeah. Uh, thousands and thousands of people were convicted and killed with zero evidence, all of it coming from fear. And from this one guy who couldn't get his dick sucked by, by a woman. Um, and like, never mind. What was his name again? Henry, Henrich Kramer. Henrich Kramer? Yeah. Fuck you. Yes. Sincerely, all of us. Yes, Henrich Kramer. <laughs> fuck you. Sincerely, all of us. Yeah, and all those people you killed. That was a good story. Thank you for telling that. Well, it's a sad story. Yes, you're welcome. It's a Hammer of Witches. There's, there's a book out there for it. I feel like we need to read it. So I feel I'm not like, reading that. I feel like I'm not be reading very books written by guys who can't get their dick sucked. Well, on the topic of women uh-huh. being personified as evil for seemingly no reason. What else is new? <laughs> I'm going to tell you about somebody who I think is rad as shit. Who? Lilith. Ooh. So uh, I'm going to just talk about a total badass, and that's Lilith. So Uh, I'm going to read Lilith's story from the book, The Book of Goddesses and Heroines by Patricia Monaghan. Monaghan? I don't know. I can't read and I'm illiterate, but I'm going to read. Yay. All right. Lilith. Male and female, he created them, proclaims Genesis in its first version of humanity's creation. But the Bible later changes its mind, explaining the creation of woman as Jehovah's afterthought. Yeah, that's right. First, they were like, oh, they were made at the same time. And they were like, oh, wait a second. No. That gives women too much power. Yeah. Let's take that That's not going to work out too well, having equals. We, we got to have no. it man we gotta first, keep them down, women, man. women down there. Jewish tradition outside the uh, Bible... Jewish tradition outside the Bible understood the disparity. There was a female created simultaneously with Adam, and her name was Lilith, a.k.a. totally rad. There were variants. Uh, sometimes it was she was created before him or after him from the slime of the earth, which I'm pretty sure that's what I was created yeah. from, or much later. Or as the twin of evil Samuel. When the first man suggests, this is the best part. Mm-hmm. Okay, are you ready? Like yes. this is, I read this and I was like, she's my favorite person. Oh. When the first man suggested intercourse to the primal female, she enthusiastically agreed. Hell yeah, she wanted that dick. Yeah, fair en- enough. Enthusiastically. Adam then instructed Lilith to lay down beneath him. Insulted, she refused, pointing out that they had been created equally and should mate so. That's right. He got butt hurt. Because she didn't want to do it in missionary. Okay, so they lazy dogged it? So they were side by side equals? No, he's just a little pussy. Oh, okay. Lilith then went to Jehovah and tricked him into revealing his secret name, his name of power. Once she had power over him, Lilith demanded that Jehovah give her wings. She then flew from Eden to the western deserts. There she happily had orgies with elemental spirits and sand demons, producing demon children by the score. That sounds pretty dope. if you can't get good dick, you gotta find it somewhere else. And elemental spirits sound like they might have good dick. 
Yeah. Or vagina. Yeah. She could have had both. I don't know what yeah. she liked. That's a good old fucking But she time. liked some sex. Yeah. And that's rad. <laughs> Where I guess she was wanted to be on top. Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> Me. Not you. <laughs> Here, too, there were variants of the story. Perhaps Lilith was banished from paradise. Perhaps she was born with wings. Maybe she flew off the land of Nod. Again, some say that Jehovah cursed her with sterility. Sterility? Yeah. Sounds sounds good. Can't have babies. Some say Jehovah cursed her to be sterile. Adam was provided with a new mate, but he and Eve fell from Jehovah's favor, a penance for his sin. Adam vowed to avoid the pleasures of marriage for a century. See, you feel me? Yeah. (laughs) LOL. Then Lilith had her revenge. Each night she came to Adam and had intercourse with him. In her preferred position, one assumes. (laughs) Which was a lazy dog. Capturing his emissions to the forms of little demon babies. She's hooked as come and made demon babies. Yeah, it sounds like some Bible erotica stuff. (laughs) I know, the Bible was sexy. One of these, some say, was Samuel, the evil prince, whom Lilith then took as her playmate and companion. You would think her beautiful, Lilith of the, lux- Lilith of the luxurious hair and arching wings, till you saw the talons she had instead of feet. Her unearthly beauty was dangerous to young men who lusted after her and pined away, never aroused by mortal women. I, I mean, feel like that's what happens to men. I mean, if I, me. if I seen a bitch walking around with some damn bird feet, <laughs> I'm sorry. I love you. Uh, everything else was impeccable. That's my though. fetish. <laughs> bird, bird feet. <laughs> well, this is when they try to turn her into the bad guy just because she didn't want to do it in a missionary. Lilith threatened children as well, for she had power over all infants in their first week, all babies on the first month, and on Sabbath evenings, and all children born of unmarried people. Mothers could protect their young, however, by hanging an amulet marked Sin Sam San. For the protective angels, I can't say these words, so I'm not going to try to. Around the children's neck. When Lilith came to steal a child, it was usually at night. When the babe was tucked in the crib or cradle. Because she liked her victim smiling, she tickled the infant's feet. It giggled. Uh Thereupon, Lilith strangled it. That's so fucked up. Mothers hearing their children laughing in dreams or noticing them smiling as they slept hit the baby's nose three times, crying out, Away, Lilith, you have no place here. <laughs> the poor babies are I just know. like having a good-ass dream. Their mom's like, fuck you, Lilith. <laughs> I feel like we should start doing that. <laughs> fuck you. Dude, okay, my middle son, mm-hmm. when he was a baby, he used to laugh in his sleep all the time, and yeah. it scared the shit out of me. Oh. I thought he was possessed. Maybe it was just Lilith. Yeah. She didn't need him. Could have, could have just been Lilith. She didn't need him. He's still here. Yeah. Or he was replaced with a demon. Yeah. I don't know. Guess we'll find out. Mothers were also wary of... You ready? Kites, pelicans, owls, jackals, wildcats, and wolves. All disguises favored by Lilith, who went as well by 40 other names and represented a terrifying power of the Sumerians called Lamasth. I don't know. Oh, okay. The Greek Lamia and other people, Gilu... 
Kishimangin and Baba Yaba. Yeah. I was scared of the Baba Yabas too. Are you ready? Because I'm going to read Oh, about... it gets better? No, I'm. that's the end of Lilith. But I just wanted to read Baba Yaba's little part because okay. she just... I I, lo- one, I love saying Baba Yaba. And two, I just really like her story in yeah. here. They were scared of everything back in the day. It's the kites, man. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking fucking kites. kites will get you. If I ever see a kite, I'm fucking running. All right. Baba Yaba. Yes. The old woman of autumn was called Baba by the Slavic inhabitants of Eastern Europe mm-hmm. who believed she lived in the last sheath of harvested grain. The woman who bound that sheaf would bear a child that year. Baba passed into Russian folk legend as the awesome, usually awful, Baba Yaba. I just love saying Baba Yaba. Baba Yaba. Are you ready? Yes. Because this is great. Baba Yaba. A witch-like woman rowing through the air in a mortar using a pestle as her oar. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best. (laughs) Hashtag goals. Yes. Sweeping the traces of her flight from the air with a broom. She was real good. Yeah. Like she's rowing with the pestle and then sweeping with the broom. Oh, okay. All in her little mortar. Damn. Yeah, she was a thug. I don't. Everybody's trying to paint these women as bad, but I'm like, no, that's pretty pretty cool. A prototype of today's fairy tale witch, she was said to live deep in the forest to scare passerbys to death. She was yeah. like, boo, bitch. And no, they'd be she'd like, be like, Baba Yaba, bitch. Baba Yaba, motherfucker. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes. She devoured her victims, which is why her picket fence was topped with skulls. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. What are you going to do? You're deep in the forest. There's not many decorations What there. would Baba Yaba do? Baba Yaba would use your head. Behind the fierce legend looms the figure of the ancient birth and death goddess, the one whose autumnal death in the cornfield led to a new birth the next spring. Aww. And that's a little piece of Baba Yaba, who's yeah. also tied in with Lilith. Yeah, we like Baba Yaba. We like I Lilith. like saying Baba Yaba. Yes. I'm just saying, I think they gave Lilith a bad rap as yeah. a baby eater. I so don't think she was. Our podcast could be either, or the episode could be, What the Baba Yaba? Or What the Penis Tree? <laughs> Both good. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. You guys will find out when you hear this. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, so a little bit more about Lilith. Oh. These are all the things that Lilith are, is accused of being. No shit. Lilith has been called a demon, mm-hmm. a goddess, a vampire, a succubus, Satan's wife, mother of demons, a baby eater, and an all around badass feminist symbol. Yeah, yeah. She's all those things. So here's a little uh, pop culture for of Lilith, just a little bit. So, uh, the White Witch from Narnia was mm-hmm. supposed to be a descendant of Lilith. Oh, that's badass. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, she's the mother of vampires and HBO's True Blood. She oh. was the first demon Lucifer created in CW Supernatural. Okay. And in The Chilling Ventures of Sabrina on Netflix, she's Satan's concubine. What's a concubine? A prostitute. Oh, nice. The term lullaby derives from Lilith Abbey, Hebrew for Lilith be gone, to guard against Lilith. So, oh, shit. Yeah. That's where lullabies come yeah. from? Hell yeah. Yeah. It's uh, from the Jewish mothers trying to keep Lilith from eating their babies. <laughs> and popping them in the fucking nose. <laughs> pop, <laughs> pop, you, pop. baby. Get away from my baby. 
In the Zohar, Lilith attempts to seduce men and use their seed yeah. to create bodies for her demonic children. The Zohar recommends the performance of a special ritual. <laughs> this just cracks me up. Before sexual intercourse between husband and wife. Okay. And We're husband- doing this? Yeah. Sure. I don't. After our wedding, this is what we're going to do. If Lilith wants to fuck you, she yeah. can. I'm down. I'm not going to get in her way. But. Her fucking bird feet. Yeah. She's just grip on. Yeah. She's got, you guys go like fuck from the ceiling or some Hell shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> She's got wigs. <laughs> the bitch got wigs. You're going to have a good time. I'm proud of you. Just don't catch syphilis. No. The Zohar recommends the performance of a special ritual before sexual intercourse between husband and wife in which the husband should turn his mind to God and say, Veiled in velvet are you here, loosened, loosened by your spell. Do not in and go not out. Let there be none of you and nothing of your part. I'm doing that. And that's from Shalom, 1965-157. I don't know much about the Jewish. Okay. Well, I'm doing that. But, uh... She is a seductive harlot who leads men astray, but when they turn to her, she transforms into the angel of death and kills them. That's what you get for being dumb. Like, I love all the stories about, oh, I'm a stupid man and just pretty girl wish I wouldn't fuck you and I did it and then I died. Yeah, you're a dumbass. Pretty girls don't want to fuck you. You just said I could because it was Lilith. Yeah, but you're going to die. That's on you. I'm canceling my insurance policy. (laughs) I'm just saying, how many stories are about men who like, it's a beautiful young woman and she seduces them and then kills him. Like, why are you so stupid? Men are so conceited that they think beautiful women want to have sex with them. But if I was Zeus, this would be okay. They don't. Beautiful women probably don't want to have sex with you unless you're a beautiful man. And last but not least, the part of Lilith that I agree with. Yes. The contemporary feminist movement found an inspiration in the image of Lilith as the uncontrollable woman and decisively changed the image of Lilith from demon to powerful badass bitch. Badass bitch. In 1972, Lily Rivlin published an article on Lilith for the feminist magazine Miss with the aim of recovering her for contemporary women. The Jewish feminine magazine Lilith, founded in the fall of 1976, took her name because the editors were inspired by Lilith's fight for equality with Adam. Interest in Lilith has only grown among Jewish feminists and Negro pagans. At me, motherfucker. Baba Yaba. Baba Yaba. As Lily Rivlin writes in her afterward, in the late 20th century, self-sufficient women inspired by the women's movement have adopted the Lilith myth as their own. They have transformed her into a female symbol for autonomy, sexual choice, and control of one's own destiny. Nice. Fuck yeah, Lilith. Hell yeah. So, depending on who you hear it from, Lilith is either a badass feminist yeah. or a baby eater. Yeah. Or maybe she's Baba Yaba. Could be. Could be. But if she's Bobby Abbott, her name's fun to say. Yeah. That's all I got. That's it. But. It was good. Good stuff. I like it. Yes. I love Lil. I think she's a badass. I I agree with you. Personally. Yeah. And if you don't, stop listening to this podcast. (laughs) Go Baba Yabba yourself. Go go get in your pestle and morty your ass away from me, motherfucker. (laughs) So, uh, you know what happens at the end. What? It happens every time. I'm, I'm getting there. 
It's our affirmation deck of cards. Affirmators. <laughs> Baba yaba. Baba yaba. Yep, so it's your turn to shuffle and shuffle and deal. Chris did it last week, but you don't know that because you'll never hear it. Oh, that's the same. I'm such a teaser. Maybe uh, if we ever get Patreons, I'll just release yeah. it to them. <laughs> Here's your terrible episode. Just, like, just sage yourself before you listen to yeah. it because I was in a shitty mood. Mm-hmm. So this week we got inspiration and it's got a person's head with a little man in it with a megaphone. There is a voice of inspiration within me. Right now, it's only a whisper, but the more I listen, the louder it will get. Soon it will be a flawless speech. Soon it will be a flawless speech voiced by James Earl Jones through a megaphone with lots of applause. Get inspired, y'all. Yes. Get it. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for listening. All of you. We got some new listeners. We do. Yep. We have an audience of seven. Yes. Keep telling your people. Seven people. Yes. And if you listen to this podcast, please direct message me on Instagram at what the witchcraft. Or follow us on Twitter at what witchcraft. Or if you're so inclined, you want to write an email, you can email us at whatthewitchcraft at gmail.com. Hell yeah. We want to hear from you guys. Please. It would make my day. It'd make my life. Uh-huh. It'd make my week. I thought I was going to make your life. Awkward silence. No. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to What, what the, the Witchcraft. witchcraft.